welcome to come. I'm coming back to you again from this closet. It's feeling a little cramped. There's really no way to live. I feel a little cramped. I feel like I, I saw that room, the movie Room recently. Uh, I don't know if you guys all saw it, Free Larson, uh, where she has to put her kid in the closet while she fucks the guy who keeps her in the imprisoned. I feel like that, but like I'm just a cuck in the closet. Like Lucy's out there getting fucked by whoever, some guy, and I'm just in the closet. And I, I'm watching a little bit. Maybe I'm jerking off a bit, you know, because it's not my mom. It's you know, it's I'm not really, I'm not really a cuck, but you know, whatever. I'm gonna, I'm stuck in the closet anyway. I might as well try to embrace whatever this. Uh, so I was in the closet watching my wife or girlfriend get a uh, fuck better than I would fuck her. Maybe worse, because it's really a forceful cucking. Is it really? Is that really cucking anymore when someone's like doing a bad job, fucking your wife? I can do better. I, I at least I eat a pussy. Neither one of us has a great cop, but I'm, at least I get her to come. What are you doing? And he's just like, shut up, get back in your closet, fat boy. And I'm like, <laughs> just crying in my underwear. I probably smell. Yeah, you know, I imagine they wouldn't just give me fresh clothes all the time in this scenario. And it's weird. Uh, I don't know if this is, this is Al-Qaeda or if the FBI is doing this to me. I wonder if the FBI engages in, like, you know, uh, humiliation tactics like this. Just like, you know, fucking a, wife, a guy's wife poorly while he watches in his dirty underwear and just cries. Um, I mean, this could be my new gimmick. I should probably go to them and say, hey, I could develop. Because there was a guy who, with the whole torture program with the CIA back, you know, in the post 9 11 years, um, they might have worked with the CIA before. I forget. But they were like independent contractors. They were like, I think the CIA went to them, like, you got any ideas? Like, yeah, we could come up with a plan. And the plan was just, like, drown people and, like, waterboard them. Like, which is, like, they, they, this is a clever name. Like, people go, oh, you wouldn't be able to withstand water. It, it hurts. It simulates drowning. And it's like, no, no, you're drowning someone. You're, like, putting water in their mouth until they don't fucking, you're, like, you're, su- you are, you're suffocating them. People act like you're not suffocating the person. I don't know. I'm, I'm, again, the tangents. Uh, I didn't intend to start talking about waterboarding, but I think my my method would be more effective. So I don't know. I don't know if I should give it to them um, because probably this is like this is me being a hero, not handing my uh, you know dirty underwear cuck technique to you know the supposed fighters of, ter- of terrorism. Uh, who knows what they're really up to? Um, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not on the side of the feds. You know. Uh, per se, I'm not. Yeah, you know, I'm not an enemy of the state either. I'm just a guy who uh, comes up with this weird, this weird shame techniques and isn't going to share them. You do it on your own. Get you know, get a guy. At the very least, you better fucking. You know, you want to recruit me to become some kind of fucking agent. Give me a gun. Let me go fight crime. Then maybe I'll share my fucking you know my tactics with you. We should probably get to the Patreon. People, I want to really fucking do it. I, I made a list this time. I want to do it right. Because I've been leaving people out, I think. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really, uh, I appreciate the people who support the show and, uh, you know, go out of their way. Um, because there isn't tears yet. These are people who just, much like, they're just true patrons of the arts. They're really, the, they're the shining lights. Uh, they're, like, they're like the people who would commission Caravaggio uh, back in the Renaissance to make a painting. And then in between stabbing people, Caravaggio would make the painting for them. 
because Caravaggio was a maniac. People, you know, you should read about, you know, some of these painters. They're actually pretty they're psychotic and they're fun. Uh, he was a crazy, uh, I forget who he stabbed. Just some fucking guy, I think. Some gambling debt. It's great. Uh, Diane Cage. Thank you, Diane Cage. Britt Poundtown. Michael Ricardo. Richard Hofstetter. Here's one I think I keep leaving off. So uh, many thanks to Jason Duberville. Uh, you're doing a great job out there. You, you, you probably have a, I don't know what you do. I, I don't know these, all these people, but they're great people. I'll vouch for them. I mean, basically, if you pay me $5 on Patreon a month, I'll vouch for you. And that might come in to bite me in the ass. But, you know, you're getting the comp endorsement. It's a pretty it's a pretty cheap thing. I will also, I mean, it's not an official thing on the Patreon, but if you if you are a Patreon donor, I will, like, if you need me to, I will be a reference on your resume. If you, you know, if you want to have, uh, I don't know, General Dynamics or uh, Grumman or whoever defense contractor wants to call me up and ask me, you know, about your character, I'll tell them how great you are. I'll tell them, you know, this guy is... is very capable of building predator drones or designing, you know, things that poison water for people in third world countries. Whatever it is, the job you're trying to get, you know, with the government or, you know, whatever. Um, I, I'm available to, uh, oh, last but not least, Gary Barbera, uh, our most recent patron and a longtime friend of mine. So this is a little, is it awkward? I don't know if it's awkward or not when, when you know, your friend's giving you money. Uh, it's nice. It's a, it's a very generous donation, and I'm very thrilled to have him on board. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not like we see him all the time anymore. So it's, it's, and I talked to him. Re- I did talk to him the other day, though, and uh, it's funny because uh, we were catching up a little bit. He's a funeral director, and uh, he was asking me about my days in the morgue because he heard rumors about the morgue and how uh, there's some controversy about. Um, Morgue, morgue people, morgue, you know, morgue photographers, photoshopping pictures uh, with, with some scandals, mini scandal. I don't think that, you know anyone in the public really found out or cared, but um, he was asking me if I was the one who was photoshopping the pictures, and it's yeah, yeah, it wasn't just me, and it wasn't my idea, but yeah, I was photoshopping uh, ID pictures at the morgue, and I'll get well, we gotta explain this a little bit because to be clear. Um, in general, the idea of photoshopping pictures at a morgue sounds, you know, ana- it should be. Maybe you don't realize it should be anathema. It shouldn't be something you ever do. Because um, these are pictures you're using, you know, they're being used for medical legal purposes um, to showcase or to display the state of the body before, during, after the autopsy, you know, wounds, um, you know, for homicides, bite marks, stabbings, uh, things shoved up asses, whatever. Uh, the state the body's in, and you need this for, you know, and a lot of times also just for insurance purposes. Uh, someone's suing the, the hospital because uh, whatever the fuck happened, uh, you know, the hospital cut into the wrong uh, heart or the wrong asshole. You know, they they, they cut the asshole out when it's supposed to be a brain surgery. You know, there's people who have to like you're supposed to write on your arm, like not this arm, this arm. Like you know, you like people still fuck it up sometimes. But like you know, if you just amputate an arm, um, like these big things like don't cut this arm off. That's how uh, thorough these doctors are. They, they they need to have sharpie arrows pointed on the body to which arm they're cutting off. Is that even a surgeon anymore? Or is that just some guy with a fucking hacksaw? I don't know. But uh, the point is, maybe sometimes they also 
with, you know, hey, I'm getting brain surgery done. Hey, okay. And then they start just drilling into your asshole. Because why not? Because, you know, it's confusing and you got a lot of work to do. Um, you know, I got to get home to watch this Mets game. Uh, fucking, you know, an ass is as good as a head. An ass is as good as a head and uh, a bird in the bush. That's what my, my dad always told me. So be careful out there. But the point is, uh, you, you don't want to be photoshopping these pictures, and we never did. We took it seriously. We, you know, we were, we were very respectful of the bodies. Uh, people, a lot of times, you know, they would ask, it's very common to ask me, hey, you fucked a body. First of all, like, if you're going to ask someone if they fucked a body, you know, maybe you fucking ease into it. Like, you know, back when we, me and Tim were doing the, you know, the all of those interviews with, like, you know, um, CIA people and David Talbot and people would compliment like compliment our interviewing style. You know, really got some in- insightful questions, and we would you know we would gradually kind of you know you don't just start off off the bat with like you know asking the, the most important thing. You kind of build a rapport, and you can kind of you let this thing go. People could come to me, hey, did you fuck a body? Like I'm gonna if I did, I would tell them like uh, I'm pro- with just that prompt. Like, that would be, like, all you need to do. Not, not not buy me a drink, not fucking, you know, try to build some rapport. Hey, you know, I always uh, I always enjoyed sex when people were kind of very stiff, and I'd be like, oh, and, like, you know, laying seeds. Now, of course I never fucked a body, but if I did, I'm not going to tell some just some guy, I listen to your podcast, you fuck a body. Like, why don't you fucking, you know, at least lead with, like, I donate to your Patreon, and then maybe... But these people feel entitled. It's not even entitlement, because like I didn't fuck a body. And the more I say that, the more crazy it's, uh, you know, and incriminating it probably sounds. But no, why would I? And uh, the point is, you don't Photoshop shit. But we had these ID pictures, and uh, we were supposed to basically take a, a blue smock and cover their head and just take a picture of them so the, the family could ID them. Because, you know, you don't really show them the body in person um, or even... Like we had a room with a window, like a, like a screen window, you can like glass you can look through and see the body if you needed to. Because um, sometimes, look, sometimes the family wanted to see the body, and very occasionally they wanted to touch the body, and that was accommodated. But then they're crying like crazy, of course, because they're fucking loved ones. So I, I don't know. They seem to want to avoid that. The doctors and the PAs. Uh, I don't know if it was out of compassion as much as just not wanting to deal with the hassle. But, you know, it was whatever. It, 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 they meant well. And the idea was like, you know, you show them this fucking, uh, this picture of the head. Um, and if you did it wrong, we, and when I was first there, we did it kind of wrong. We would photograph the uh, head. You, you got to make a small V on the bottom. You know, it'll show a little bit of the neck. Otherwise, it looks like we cut off your family member's head and put it on a blue piece of paper. And, like, here's your head. This is his head. It's not in his body anymore. Is this your daddy? Um, and that's that would not, that wouldn't be cool, um, but it went out that way. I mean, it's not like there wasn't a big quality control uh, process, so it was really incumbent on us to do the right, the proper technique. And uh, you know, I think sometimes I, my weird uh, decapitated head-looking pictures were shown to people's family, and they might not have said anything, but it probably looked disturbing. So I apologize if that was one of your family members if you saw those pictures. I mean, they're still professional, but you know, it's just. It, that little bit of fucking neck helps, is all I'm saying. But, you know, some people came in, and they were, you know, involved in trauma. Suicide, homicide, uh, you know, bloody, you know, they got a car accident, and their fucking 
face is all smashed up, bruised, you know, dense little, little scars from the glass. And, you know, and this is not something I started, but, you know, the idea was that you'd Photoshop, you know, wounds to, you know, for just for the ID picture so that the family wouldn't necessarily see, uh, have to see this, this kind of, oh, that's, that's disturbing. You know, and I get it. I get, I get, it's compassionate. Um, but the problem is I got there and, you know, the, the other guys were older. It was the kind of thing where, like, you know, some of these guys started in the, in the, in the fucking 1960s or 70s when they started this goddamn morgue. And they're still, you know, because it's a county job. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a freak because I, I, don't, I don't stay in the county. But most people, you know, if, if you told me to quit a county job, they'd uh, tell you, you know, you're crazy. You know, it's like telling them you threw away a lot of ticket that was a winner, you know. Um, they, you keep them for 40 years. So these guys are looking around for a while, and, you know, they, they know photos. It's surprising how well they, they, they some of these older guys learned Photoshop. Um, but they did, and it was all right, and they were okay. But, you know, you could tell the thing was Photoshop, and they wouldn't go uh, too crazy with the with the corrections of these wounds and these scars. Um, but I knew pretty damn well. I had come from wedding photography. So I'm fucking, and I, look, I, I also, I'm very aware of, like, the problematic nature of, like, just photoshopping this guy to look like he just died in his sleep when really he was mangled by a fucking, you know, meerkat or whatever. Um, so I'm, I'm tearing through. The doctors love them because they, the other guys couldn't photoshop the ID pictures. It wouldn't look right. And I'm like, ah, no, I'll have to show them the, uh, do some other you know, method of ID, um, but I'm fucking tearing through. I'm like, hey, this is, like, like, here's the thing. And like, oh, it looks great. I'm like, and I would say, you sure? I mean, is this kind of, you know, is it too much? Like, did they go too far? No, it's perfect. Like, it's almost like they had no sense of like the impending problem. Because what happened? What ended up happening? Long story short, um, after I don't know a year, a while, is that they told us to stop photoshopping ID pictures. And I was like, why? And it was like, well, the funeral home had a big meeting with the ME's office, the funeral home association, I guess, or whatever. And all these different funeral directors were there. And they were like, you know, the problem was people were going to, like, these funeral homes, and they were getting uh, told that, you know, it's going to have to be a closed casket. I'm so sorry. And they're like, what are you talking about? Well, no, the trauma, you know, the, the, the facial trauma. It's just too much to really... Uh, correct. Hey, buddy, what are you talking about? I saw the picture, and they're like, "What picture? We talk. What is this?" And they were lo losing their fucking minds. I get it. They're going to get in the rocks. Like, you're here to help us, not to fuck us up. I mean, on one time, I, uh, I'm not gonna name names. This is, and this guy meant well, but uh, I think he got jealous because they were like the doctors would be very much like uh, adoring us or praised sometimes for photoshopping these pictures. Uh, I was like, whatever. I mean, honestly, it's like this is, it was you clone stamping some shit. It's not a big deal, but they're, you know, this person went to med school for thirteen years or whatever the fuck, you know, what four years of med school, four years of residency, three years of fellows. I don't a lot. I went to I went to community college. I don't know. It, it big difference, but I'm getting fucking you know the praise from a doctor. This seems backwards, but you know, I guess Photoshop is hard. But uh, one of these morgue tech guys. Um, and they like they, they they help they cut open the body, remove the organs, sew them back up. They do a lot of stuff. They're great people. But I think he got a little jealous, and uh, he wanted to kind of do his own form of repair, um, but not with Photoshop, but with like you know a needle and thread and maybe some wadded up. Uh, 
I mean, occasionally we would wad up paper towels. Because um, not just, you know, Photoshop is one thing, but then you kind of, if someone's like half his fucking skull is missing, you'd fucking try to prop up the jaw with the, or, you know, the jaw is missing, you'd probably prop up the jaw with like some wadded up paper towels just to give it some structure. Because, you know, if you don't Photoshop, it's hard to just like, it's hard to create a realistic skeleton, skeletal structure of the, of the I'm sure other people are better than me, but it's tough. So, you know, you do, you do some of that. And he was, he has, he has to do that. And he kind of did his own little thing. And he, the doctor asked me if I could photograph the face of this, of this thing he fixed. And I, oh, no, we, I already, uh, I already got to that. I already did a photo, you know, Photoshop ID picture. Like, just take the picture. Don't worry. Just, just, I want to just take it. And when I saw the picture, I didn't want to take it. I said, I don't think this should be in the system. I don't think we should have this in our computer database. Because this thing was a goddamn nightmare. It was a grotesque. So, like, so he, and again, he meant well. He was trying to, you know, make it presentable for the family. But it it looked like if, like if the elephant man shot himself and then, like, you know, a homeless guy sewed, sewed his face back together with, like, you know, shoelaces. Uh, it's terrible. And I, the idea that that was he, something he thought he could show to a fucking family member, it, it's, it's, it's haunting to me. I mean, I'm... I, I'm not that haunted by things I saw at the morgue. I saw people fucked to death with tree branches. I saw homicides, serial killer shit, uh, cancerous uteruses that looked like they were covered in shit, but it was really dead blood cells. But really, the worst thing I saw was this this attempt was just, and not even the, just the physicality of it, but knowing that this guy thought that this was something that could be shown to people, to actual people, and not and like it looked like. If if a, if, a, if a grown man had been like chopped up by like he'd been eaten by fucking just a hundred different alley cats and then like some witch doctor fucking put like put his fucking just stretch his face over a fucking starfish it looked like his skull was shaped like a starfish I don't know haunting to me uh, that's the only frightening thing I remember is that guy worked that who worked there he was a nice guy. Um... But you know, again, no one's doing this. No one was doing this for fun. No one was trying to like, you know, no, no one was trying to mutilate bodies for the hell of it, um, or at all. You know, no one was trying to mutilate. I mean, look, is it mutilating to cut all the organs out and you know, dissect them and uh, you know, just cut slim, slim into little bits and then to put them into a garbage bag and put that garbage bag into a chest cavity and sew that shut? Is that mutilation? I mean, some people might think so, but it's that's the way an autopsy's done. It's, it's, it's done, you know. Look, people who are involved in autopsies often tell their families, "Don't let, don't let your family get autopsies." I don't know. I subscribe to the theory of when you're dead. What, what do I care what you do to my body once it's done? It's put a garbage bag full of rat shit inside me. I don't care. Put put a, a crown on me, a crown of rat thorns. I'm I'm the king of the rat shit prince. Um. The king of the rat shit print. Honestly, people are baffled by me sometimes. I I don't get it either. The king of the rat shit prints. What does that even mean? Like how, my brain is just... I really should be studied. But, you know, to what end? What are they going to do with it? This knowledge of like, all right, we figured out what makes this guy say king of the rat shit prints. Now we're going to cure cancer? No. Anyway, so I enjoyed it. You know, we, working at the morgue, it was a fun time. Um, as weird as all this shit is, I much preferred it to working at the jail, uh, where I was transferred to after a while. Um, that was a weird, I mean, 
I think I talked about it. if I didn't tell the story, if I apologize if I did, but because um, it kind of reminds me of you know it was saying how like you know it's weird taking money from a friend you haven't seen in a while, but it's also what's weird the much weirder interactions when I worked at the jail and I was doing mug shots and I saw my best friend from childhood and he uh, I just ignored him. I used to go in his pool every day, um, but yeah, he just came in and I was just like, hey. Uh, I didn't even pretend to know. I mean, it was just like he just wanted, was in there. And if he recognized me, who knows? Um, but that was a weird job too. Photographing like knives that came in, came out of people's asses, covered in shit. I had a lot of jobs uh, where I was you know photographing things that had shit on them. Too much, really. Uh, the smell of human shit is just—it's interesting. It smells like dog shit. I remember one time my friend's dog and. Uh, it's shit on the carpet. He's a new dog. And uh, I literally said to him, this is how, you know, troubled I am. I go, why does it smell like work right now? Like, I'm looking around, and then after a minute, I realize, oh, this dog had shit behind me. And while that's true, I really, it really is the thought process that went through my head. Like, why does it smell like work? Because apparently, I had been smelling shit at work and not realized it was shit. Or, like, I don't know. Like, oh, that's the smell of a body. It's the smell of shit, but I thought that was the smell of a body. Like, I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not the most intuitive guy, I guess. I'm not the guy you want. Like, if I was go- trying to join the Navy SEALs, I probably, I, I, maybe I can make it, but I need a few more. Like, they have to re- explain things to me occasionally a little more than other people. I'm smart. I'm actually smarter than average guy, but I just, some, some, I have some blocks in my head, and they'd be like, you know, I, I'd be trying to climb a wall and get my fat, you know, just, Sweating, getting my fat fucking ass over this goddamn wall, and they'd be like, "No, lift your leg," and I'd be like, "I," and I'm like pulling up on my arm, and I can't lift myself. I'm like, fat man, lift your leg up, and I just it wouldn't click, and then I would fall and I'd shit myself. Um, but I, 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 I could be. I don't know if I'd be the most physical. I'm, I mean, I clearly wouldn't be the most physical. Adept guy um, in the in the Navy SEALs, but I feel like I have a killer instinct. I feel like I could bring in a certain aggression level uh, to the unit that could, you know, like I, I'd be able to shake people uh, violently uh, to get them to tell us things. You know, I, I would, I would, I would, you know, may, not, I'm not a torture guy, but maybe I would like, you know, have a just, you know, like a, like a sock full of quarters that I would like, you know, I hit myself in the dick and I say, hey, see, I, I could take that. I could hit myself in the dick. With a fucking sock full of quarters and not feel a thing. What do you think I could do to you? And then that's that's psychological. See, a lot of people think I'm going to hit other people in their dicks. But, you know, you get used to the pain in your dick. Think about it. You know, you, you, a lot of times pain is uh, not as bad as you think. So if I hit you with a sock full of quarters in your dick, you know, it might not feel that bad. You might be like, ah, oh, it's kind of nice. I haven't really had a lot of intimate uh, attention lately. Uh, and although this isn't the most sensual, it's not like a pleasing feeling. At least someone is doing something to my dick. You might be thinking, uh, and this guy's a soldier. And he's you know not me, but like others. If a soldier was doing that to me, I might be like, this guy's pretty fit, and he's like, you know, he's he's kind of a he's got like these broad shoulders, and he's hitting me in the dick. And I'm not really into guys usually, but you know, I've just been lonely, and like that's the kind of thing you don't want. That you don't want this guy. Uh, just kind of daydreaming while you're hitting him in the dick. You want a guy like me who's hitting himself with a dick uh, with a sock full of quarters because you that looks like it hurts. It looks scary. It's, oh, shit, this guy's dick is all mangled up. 
you know, he must he must not feel anything in his dick, and uh, he's mad about it. He's probably pissed at the world because he got a mangled up cock. Does this make any sense when you hear it? You know, if, if I I love some feedback, these particular types of rants where I'm talking about my you know having hit myself in the dick with a sock full of quarters as a Navy SEAL. Like, is this too far? I, uh, sometimes I'm in the middle of it, and it just happens. I don't, I don't know where it came from. And uh, it, I'd love some feedback if this, you know, gets to a point where you're, you're driving your car or you're fishing with your son, and then, like, this, I, I go to this point. Imagine if this was playing while you were fishing with your son. Oh, my God. That would... Imagine bonding over this, bonding over this crazed fat man sitting in the closet, just daydreaming about fucking being a, a being one of the you know what what should be a hero. You know, I'm telling, I'm I'm taking the uh, the archetype of 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 a, of a modern American hero, a Navy SEAL. I mean, yes, they occasionally or often, I don't know how often, shoot you know six year old Yemenese girls in the head um, by mistake, I guess. Whatever, but they're heroes. People look at them like they're heroes, and I get it. And they probably are. They they got OBL. They got Osama bin Laden. Sure, I mean not according to Seymour Hirsch, but whatever. But you know, and I'm just I'm taking that and I'm transfixing it with me, and I'm, I'm kind of I'm I'm sullying the memory of these heroes, um, my mangled dick stories, while your son is learning how to fucking thread a needle through a goddamn caterpillar. I don't know. Well, how does fishing work again? You, you, you got a grasshopper, and you shove it into a fucking a big bottle of peanut butter, and you put a hook on that. God, God I should be shot in the face. Uh, we'll move on, I guess. Right, yeah, so uh, I'm actually, this is today is Sunday. I'm going to WrestleMania. Not going to WrestleMania. I'm going to a party for WrestleMania tonight. Now, uh, I don't know if anyone listens to the show that I'm on uh, with Dan St. Germain. What's it called? Uh, I'm on the show every week. I don't forget remember. Uh, Marks, Total F and Marks. It's a wrestling show. I don't know how I got into this show. He came on me, me Tim and I's show, uh, and then and yeah, whatever. I, I, I he ended up inviting me on. I came to some SummerSlam horseshit, whatever it was called. I don't like. I, look, I hate wrestling. I've always hated wrestling. I mean, I watched it when I was like you know six. I liked WrestleMania six with the fucking uh, Hulk Hogan, the Ultimate Warrior. I had friends over the years. It would still be into it. I wouldn't get it. I mean, I remember one time watching WrestleMania with them, and it was like, all right, it's all right. I, it's it's campy. I don't get the point. I mean, I don't get the point of like con- committing to it. I think it's uh, but I always assume because you know when you get into comedy, like you know, half these people are wrestling, and you you assume like there must be something to it, right? Like there there must be more that I'm missing, like that. You know, it's probably not all great, but there's diamonds in the rough. And then, you know, you watch it, and you and you put up with the bullshit to get to the good stuff. And so I was open-minded. Um, I mean, it's like I, I'm very picky about what I watch. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't watch shows if they kind of are, are a little cheesy. You know, I, I like the, you know, I like great shows. I mean, I love The Shield, love The Wire, I love fucking, uh, you know, The Americans. I, I'm, I might be a little bit of a snob when it comes to TV stuff. I'll also watch The Office eight times as a series. Because, you know, instead of watching some shit show, I'll put something in the office on and just have it on while I'm doing something or just laying there like a fucking vegetative state. Because, you know, I'm not saying it makes me right, but I don't, you know, so I'm not the guy who's like, let's watch this and hope that something comes out of this trash. 
But I gave it a shot. I've been watching wrestling for this show, and uh, I, I'm, I'm at my wit's end with it. I actually haven't been watching that much lately. I kind of just make when I go to the podcast, I make it up. Uh, they'll say, what, what do you think of this? And I'll make up some bullshit, and it, it works. That's how dumb wrestling is. is I can freaking make up horse shit about it. I can just, from based on the guy's name and, and a picture, just come up with a fucking story, and it sounds plausible. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's probably coming to an end. I've given ultimatum to that podcast. Same thing. You know, those fans don't start listening to my podcast. I'm out. So we'll see what happens with that. But you know, point is, I'm going to wrestle. I'm going to this WrestleMania party tonight. Uh, I figured I would give my predictions. I gave some predictions on the other show, uh, but these are a little more. Um, I think I, I've given some more thought into them. So I wanted to just you know, if, you, if you're interested in wrestling. You can hear you, you. You can see if how they compare to your predictions. If you don't like wrestling, um, you know I think you still might you know appreciate the. Um, let's see. Let's just go. Miz versus Shane. So it's the Miz who's on the real world versus Shane. Um, fall count anywhere match. So Shane. Shane is Shane. Uh, the son of Vince McMahon. So I think what happens is. Um, some people think the Miz is gonna uh, backstab Shane. Uh, what, I, what I think is gonna happen is the Miz is gonna um, show up in the ring with Shane McMahon's uh, daughter um, at gunpoint, and um, his, he's going to have his son like in a bag, in a clear plastic garbage bag, alive. He's got an air tube, and he's gonna basically say, "I'm, I'm gonna shoot one of your kids um, if you don't fucking." You know, uh, give me the inter- intercontinental title, and then uh, Shane Smith—not Shane Smith, Shane McMahon—will uh, just basically uh, just start shitting himself, um, just shit coming out of his ass. He's gonna take his pants off. He's gonna say, "Please don't kill my babies," and he's gonna fucking take his pants off and just start shitting on onto the ring. Going, look, I'm subjugating myself to you, Miz. Those babies mean more to me. I mean, they're eight years old and ten, I think. But those babies, saying babies, those babies uh, mean more to me than life itself. Um, I'm 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 bent over here, shitting onto the ring like an animal to show you that I am submitting to your dominance. Um, this shit uh, be unto you. Um, take this and do as I. He's like he's like starts quoting the Bible, tries to start quoting the Bible. He's like, this is my shit. Uh, take this and and do unto others as I've done to you. Um, I'll, I'll I'll pray my novenas for your family, and the, and the Miz just starts crying. Going, That's all I wanted. This is all, this is your respect, the respect of the son of the man who runs the WWE. This is phenomenal. And then they let the kids go, and then there's a big ice cream uh, Sunday that comes lowered down from the rafters, and then you know basically. Um, Vince McMahon says, "I've I've been a terrible." He comes into the ring. I've been less than a father to you. Um, let me, and much in the same way that Jesus washed the hands or the feet. I mean, he washed the feet of the cripples. Vince McMahon washes the ass of Shane McMahon, and uh, yeah. So that's that. That's that's my prediction for that. If you have a different prediction, you can you know tweet at me uh, and, and and say, "Hey, your prediction was shit, Ray. My prediction." You know, I predicted the Miz was gonna shoot one of the kids, but I don't. Th- I don't think the Miz would do that. I think the Miz 
You know, you know, he's a, he's a heel, but he's not a scumbag. He's not gonna shoot a kid. Um, not for real. Not 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 just for WrestleMania. He'd have to be some kind of special, like thirty fortieth anniversary WrestleMania, and then maybe he'd shoot a kid. Uh, who else we got? We got AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. So basically, they get in the ring. They're like, "Hey," um, and they just basically they both get on the mic and they just go pow. And they just AJ gets AJ Styles starts out. He goes, hey, "I just want to apologize because I know that none of you give a shit about us. Um, I don't know why we're at WrestleMania. We're na- we're, we're we're fucking character. We we have no character. We have no." I mean, like you. When you think of wrestling, you think of Hulk Hogan. You think of uh, The Rock. You think of uh, even Brock Lesnar. But uh, AJ Styles and Randy Orton. No one's ever thought of us when we're wrestling. We're just filler. We're journeymen. Um, you know, if we were, if we were shoemakers, our shoes would be functional, but you know, not particularly attractive. We're slobs. You know, we we've tried our best. Our bodies are exquisite. But, you know, this is the big leagues, and we just couldn't quite make it. And we've been around for a while, and I, I feel like we, should, we we owe you an apology. Um, and then everyone boos them as they should, and then they, um, I don't know, they, they, they hang themselves in the back. But that's not on camera. Uh, and I don't, look, I'm not, don't give it me, like, I, I want them to hang themselves. That's a prediction. I'm not asking people to hang themselves. I hope they don't. Don't commit suicide. But that's just... I gotta be honest about how uh, I predict. Look, a lot of these wrestlers, they're not gonna make. Um, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre uh, promo. Uh, I don't know what this means. R- Roman Reigns, um, he fucking uh, had cancer recently, and so he just. Uh, it turns out that he's actually um, didn't have cancer. He had AIDS, and he's dead. He just dies of AIDS on the on the floor, which is weird because it's like AIDS can be cured now. But he just said like I, he was just a dumb guy who didn't believe it. The guy he wouldn't take the, the retro uh, what do they call them those retrovirus things. I don't know. This is look. They say wrestling's fake, so maybe he's really alive. I'm just predicting that he's just a guy who's just too stupid to take AIDS medication. Um, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Um, I I can't look. I can't. I can barely do this gimmick because this is just like who gives a shit at any of this crap. Like this is the list I went through when the other part. Like hey, like you know what? All this shit. Like what are your predictions? I have to give answers to this. And it's like I can't do this anymore. I can't even, making this shit up. I can't I can barely do this. Oh fucking Christ! Uh, Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte for the Raw and I don't care. I'm so I can't even make this shit up. This is not even fun. It's like none of these people have any character. It's that guy Ray Mysterio, who I like, who he's like he's got. I mean, I keep calling it the six one. What is this? Something six. I think it's six one nine. He spins around the ring and like and, and kicks a guy in the head after five times of spinning. Like that's fun. But he's like the only guy who does it. That should be the bare minimum. Like there should be a league of people who are just acrobats. I mean, these guys are impressive. But it's like it's just who gives a shit, and like you, you, you can't keep going into your forties, like watching this shit. Like it's not fun anymore. It's like I've been watching Formula One for years. Formula One racing. A lot of people aren't that familiar with it. It at least was the pinnacle of racing. I guess it still is technically. I'm not sure why. I mean, it was a, a very daring form of racing with the best cars available. It, they raced all through Europe, and for a long time it was the best. It probably still is. 
uh, on some level. But it's all like it, it's all based on what car you have, right? It's all based on what fucking the oh you're at Ferrari or you're at Mercedes or whoever. And it's not even like the, the, they stay the same. So it's really about a, a, giving musical chairs about which team's gonna have the best car that year. And if you happen to be on it. And the, the problem is, I, I watched the first year I watched happened to be a great year. It was Michael Schumacher, who is now unfortunately like a vegetable. I think is that a proper term? Do you call people who are in a vegetative? I mean, it's called a vegetative state, but it's, it feels weird to call a man a vegetable. He's a seven-time world champion. This it feels odd. I I shouldn't be allowed to call this man a vegetable, but regardless, that's what he is. So he's a vegetable now. But he was, you know, the most successful Formula One racer ever. Not necessarily the best, but one of the best and the most successful. And he's battling Mika Hakkinen, and it's a great. I mean, he's great. He's some of the historic races. And then you watch that for the first year, and it spoils you. And so you keep tra- much like a, a, a man addicted to heroin. You keep chasing the dragon, hoping you, you get a, 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 the feeling you had. When you first, and that's what these people are doing. Eventually, I stopped watching Formula One because it was just a fucking a processional. You know, people just go, you know, no one's even passing each other half the time. And what am I even doing here? And that's how I feel about this wrestling shit. It's like, what, 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 when are you gonna get? When, what, when do you feel what you felt when you were ten? Like, how often do you feel that? And what did you feel when you were ten? You know, I don't understand. Like, I, it, it, like Stone Cold. I, they call it the attitude era. I, I, a lot of you are probably familiar with it. It just no one's hitting. No one's actually hitting each other. No one's actually getting hurt. And I know I'm not trying to say like, oh, no, like, I know it's fake. Everyone knows it's fake. But it's like, how do you take the promo seriously as a, as a grown man? Because it's not even like because I watch some old shit. Sometimes old shit's great. So it's old because there was a, a level of danger to it. And I don't mean danger, physical danger, but just like they're on the mic, they're saying crazy things. Uh, it was a wild west, you know. It was it was just these weird guys just trying to make this get this gimmick to work, and like, but now it's all corporate. It feels like Disney. It feels like fucking, you know, the, the goddamn, you know, you're you're watching some goddamn. You might be watching Pooh Bear trying to pin Ranger Rick or whoever these guys are. That's how fucking you know dangerous it feels. You really need to have. Uh, I, I've watched some deathmatch shit. That happens in like Pennsylvania, where like convicted felons who like you know get released and they hit each other with glass tubes and like spikes and like that's kind of fun. That's interesting. Like I get watching that, but like you gonna keep watching? Could people think that like uh, I think my brother got mad at me because uh, like he was saying that like I came up, came up with my family. And my dad was like, people still watch WWE. And my brother was like, no one really watches that anymore. And I'm like, well, that's not true. And he thought I was just being a smug prick. But like, no, because these people who I talk to about wrestling, well, they all watch this shit. It's terrible. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're getting out of this. Daniel Bryant is a heel for being an environmentalist. And that's kind of a decent gimmick. It's like, you know, just the fact that he's like coming out there telling these people they're slobs. Um... And he's like he's he's he he wants to save the world from from these fat people who watch wrestling. Yeah, it's kind of fun, but it's just not worth the fucking price of admission. You go, I went to a I think it's a Madison Square Garden, and it's just like yeah, right, so I'm watching a bunch of men just jump around in a cage. You don't even hear them on the mic. Um, you need why don't we have a form of wrestling where like you have colostomy bags and you're trying to grab 
the other guy's colostomy bag. If you're not familiar with colostomy bag, it's a plastic clear bag that there's shit in it. This is a shit themed episode. Get over it. And and you and it kind of it's kind of affixed to the side of your body. Look, my grandpa had one uh, in the years before his death. Um, and I guess I don't know if you can release there's a release valve or you have to get the colostomy bag changed, but you shit into a bag. So why not have a a thing where you try to grab each other's colostomy bags? This might have been something that was done on Jackassy. Even I mean I don't know, but uh, or have something where like I mean I'm always bringing up why don't people pit, like piss on each other more or do or shame. I, I don't know. This is there needs to be raised stakes. I mean not just in wrestling but everything. There needs to be. Um, just like a level of danger in society, not danger. I mean, look, we're we're the danger of neo fascism rising and uh, you know cli- climate change and all that. It's a dangerous time. And uh, on the other side of that, and p- people who think I'm just an alarm, anti-Trump alarm. I mean, I am anti-Trump. I'm not sure, afraid to admit it. But also, you know, AOC is also a fucking socialist maniac. And uh, and like. I, this is not like people. Oh, social use socialism. No, no. Like these, I really believe that a lot. A lot of these, the most progressive wings of the liberal wings of the Democratic Party do actually want like a, a more Soviet style socialism than they want to admit. But whatever. I don't want to get into it. But like, but you know, I'm all for a Swedish style of socialism in theory. But that's really just capitalism with a safety net, which is fine. But like you know, let's try to do it. You know, it won't be as easy as it would be in Sweden, but let's talk about that. But let's not pretend like we're gonna get, we're gonna get rid of capitalism. You schmucks don't even know what capitalism is, all right? Cap- it's the only oh, capital- people tell me capitalism is efficient. Capitalism is efficient. The one thing it is, at the very least, is efficient. Even if you think people are being fucking worked to death with wage slavery, not real slavery, but wage slavery, uh, it's still efficient. I mean, that you can't argue with that. But it's also not the case that, you know, it's, look, it is, there's a lot of pitfalls of capitalism, but at the end of the day, you know, those pitfalls, I don't get, we'll, we'll do a whole episode about this, but I'm getting really sick of people slagging off capitalism when, you know, it took them a hundred years to subvert uh, a lot of the forces of capitalism to what we have now, this corporate, cor- crony corporate, fucking, you know, uh, credit, you know, fueled, fucking, you know, soft money, goddamn you know, nanny state that we have, and we're gonna, we're, call this, we're gonna call this capitalism. I mean, how, you don't even need to have like laissez-faire capitalism. Like even Friedrich Hayek is saying, you know, like that's not you can have you know, regulation to kind of promote the fucking uh, the goddamn you know competition. That's desirable even, but the the idea that you gotta fucking you know call um we're, we're gonna do a whole, we'll do a whole capitalism special soon. Cause I'm getting pretty sick and tired of you know, having capitalism slagged off. Um, you know, capital. You know, while, while wrestling is a thing, I mean, you know, that's, 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 why, why doesn't why doesn't why doesn't one of these wrestlers take the mantle of capitalism on? They don't, they're probably good old morons, they're all idiots. I, I mean, I love them. Look, WWE, once you give me a job, I'll fucking write you. I'll write you a gimmick where a guy shits into a colostomy bag and then fucking eats it. You know, you can call you can call it uh, God bless America, the fucking wrestling. I don't know. But uh, this one's kind of aggressive. I'm hearing ah, this is I this is this is a good plan doing it in the closet. But the problem is that uh, you know I have to do it before eight because then the roommates they're fucking they fucking start playing music and it's just the same fucking song. He's always playing the same goddamn songs. I'm sick of it. But what am I gonna do? Uh, this guy's kind of a blowhard. I can't speak too loud. I mean, I I don't have a problem speaking too loud because you know I fucking hate the guy. I don't fucking talk shit. 
right to his face, but Lucy gets upset. So for her sake, I have to kind of keep it semi-civil, but I still fucking, like, I, you know, uh, I don't let him, he tries to run in his mouth, I just kind of, you know, keep him in check a little bit, but it's like, making him look stupid, because he's not even, like, he's not even going to be a smart blowhard, but he's kind of a dumb blowhard, um, whatever, so we'll, we'll also explore that in, in a later date, but uh, you guys have been great, um, this has been a aggressive episode, and I'm, I appreciate you coming and listening to it, um, Listening to Our Love is Disgusting. It's about Lucy and I's uh, new podcast. It's uh, available. It comes out every uh, Saturday. You also to address the, you know, this is going to be every Sunday now. I, uh, I made some posts, but this uh, comp is now a Sunday show. I don't know why I ever try to do it during the week. I think it probably is a thing of, like, just being used to doing it with the, the Tim Dillon's uh, Going to Hell podcast. But it's like, you know, I work a full-time job, and it's just hard to, like, find time to, like, you know, where you, cause, you know, this is whatever. My point is, like, now I, have, I can do it over the weekend, and it's just more so you, you, it'll be more consistently delivered, you know, at the same time every week. So everyone's happy, no one's confused. Um, we're all just living in fucking in a socialist paradise, we're fucking loving each other and sucking each other's fucking uh earlobes and spit. It's great. Um, but also, listen, our love is disgusting. That comes out every Saturday. So, Saturday, you spend with me and Lucy, Sundays are for Ray. Sunday is just me. Or you listen to both on Sunday. Whatever. It's a podcast. You do whatever the fuck you want with it. You, you wrap it up. You, you print out. You, you transcribe what I'm saying. You wrap it around a dildo and you fuck yourself with it. You can do whatever you want. This is America still, all right? For a while still. We're still America. You can fuck yourself with whatever you want. So enjoy. Uh, one more time for lovely uh, Patreon people. Diane Cage. Britt Poundtown. Michael Ricardo. Richard Hofstetter. Jason Duberville, and Gary Barbera. You guys are great. Uh, Thanks, everyone. I'll see you next week. Enjoy. Enjoy.